What's up, everybody? This is Coach Greg Hoy with PlayingForEnvelopes.com. Yes, we are PlayingForEnvelopes.com, and the name of this podcast is Get Your Envelope, where we're going to talk about branding athletes, national recruiting, five stars, no stars, parents, coaches. We're all going to have them here on the podcast talking about college recruiting and the atmosphere of college recruiting. Let's get into this now. You know, the Super Bowl coming up next weekend, but this weekend, we got a superstar. We're going to call him a superstar. I don't care what y'all say. He's a superstar in our book. HBCU alum, Prairie View, A&M Panther, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, number 57. I got that right, Quentin, right? 57. I'm never going to forget, fam. I told you I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Number 57, my man, Quentin Bell. And we got also here today, I had to say that first because, I mean, with the Super Bowl coming up, I got excited. So I, I introduced our guest before everybody else. But you got, got Coach William Greg Hoy, Jr., playing for Envelopes, Keith Flat Jr., and the youngin'. And then you got my man Vince Butts. And then you got Ray Porter Jr. Vince Ray is back, man. I'm going to say back. Ray Porter Jr. That's not like a barbecue sauce. I like that, yeah. coach. I like it. All right. So, all right, Quinn, I got a whole, whole bunch of questions to ask, but I'm going to let coach do it. Coach brought you back to the show. Coach, go for it. So, Quinn, man, welcome back, man, to the show, man. I remember last year, man, we caught you right after a track workout, UCLA, man. I know you grind pretty hard. You run 110s and you know, you out there with your shirt off, grinding, uh, you know, during the off season. But today, Saturday, the Saturday before the Super Bowl, you planning the Super Bowl. Tell us about that that journey. From Man, I mean, honestly, man, it's, it's, it's been what feels so long, but so short at the same time. I mean, you know, obviously just, you know, talking to you guys, I mean, I'm just talking, uh, just got to Tampa, just signed with Tampa, trying to get a spot on the team, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Grinding my way to that, man. And, and, and obviously, you know, you, you play any sport to win championships. Everything you do, you want to, you, you want to, you want to be the best. Um, but just Super Bowl is just something that you always dream about. But you like, especially players like me, just coming up, man, small school, just being in the league is always the goal, man. So to just to be here right now with the to be a part of the team that I'm a part of, with all these greats and Hall of Famers, man. And I mean, you see, you know, twelve and Mike Evans and all these great guys around me, man. All this greatness around me, man. It's just, it's surreal, man. Honestly, it's a, it's a dream come true. You know, ask me, you know, my freshman, sophomore year prairie, man, I would have never thought that I would be ended up, you know, here on this stage, man. And But honestly, man, God is great. It's a blessing. And I'm blessed to be here. Yeah, man. Shout out to Prairie View, man. Shout out to your alumni, man. That's that's dope, man. HBCU is in the house playing on Sundays. Let everybody know, all you young kids out there, it's possible. It don't matter where you you start. It's possible. Uh, Prime example of that is here today. So so let's talk about those veterans on your team. Because I always see you competing with uh, with, with Pierre Paul. I mean, what's what's that like to be competing with that guy? Uh, you know, he's already had a Super Bowl ring to compete with him on a daily on a daily day um, day. You know, working out with him, training with him. I mean, I take full advantage of it, man. I mean, every day, just about every day, I'm asking him and uh, Shaq Barrett, another great passers on our team, man. Just, just questions and just getting coached up, man. Because this is this is still. You know, a new position for me. It's my first year at outside backer, technically. Um, so I'm just soaking up all kind of information and knowledge that I can from these guys every single day. You know what I'm saying? And they're, and they're, they're probably the best group of vets I've ever been around. I ain't been around too many groups, but 
but just these guys' energy, man, and they're just willingness to want to help the young guys on the team, man. It's it's great, man. I, I hope I can play with these guys for as long as you know, as long as I can, because I feel myself getting better with with, with the help from them. So I'm grateful for that for sure. Mm, wow, you know, you use the word surreal, Quentin, um, and you know, I watched as a fan. I've watched Pittsburgh, that's top my team, um, get to the Super Bowl in several teams starting from 79, most originally 2010. And it was just that, man, my team is in the Super Bowl from a fan standpoint. But yeah. I have to be off the charts. When you're on the team and you see the clock turn zero and boom, you're celebrating and holding up that trophy. Because, you know, the George Hollis trophy is just as valuable, you know, well, first, before the Lombardi trophy. But what is that something like? I mean, man, it was, I mean, it's just like, you know, you, you, I mean, first making the playoff is just a big deal in itself. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's something that, you know, that doesn't happen a lot. So you got to take advantage of that. And just, you know, every game is sudden death, man. Winner go home. That's what coach say. Winner go home, man. Go home. And just each week, you know, we're chipping away. We focus on this game, focus on that game. And the clock hitting zero in each of these playoff games is like, all right, cool. Next one, you know, next one. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're in Green Bay in the cold, man. And, and just... <laughs> It, it was cold. It was cold for sure. And uh, and just, you know, seeing that clock hit zero, man, it was just like everything that you go through, the camp, man, all the criticism, it just made everything worth it, man. I can't even really explain, bro. It's just like, it's, it's just like it uplifts you. It, it, it gave me a new burn. Like my body feels like it's fresh. We won. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, now I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it gives you a new energy, man. It's like, man, everything I went through, all the hard work, all the, the long off season, man, it's like, this, this is what it's for. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're here, man. So, it just, it just, it lifted up everybody, the whole team, man. We had, you know, staff members crying, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's crazy energy in the building right now. Everyone's excited, man. It's going to be something special to watch for sure. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's hey, talk Keith, about, man. let's talk about preparation real quick. Sorry about that. For Aaron Rodgers, okay? Um, dude is a, man, dude is really good. What, what was that? What was the week preparation like preparing to, for that guy? Um, I mean, it was, it was, it's, it's, it's always heavy, you know, me going against a guy like that. I mean, essentially, you want to say kind of the Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it. You know what I'm saying? And so with him having that huge arm that he has and, and being his mobile man, a lot of the focus, at least on my end, with the pass rush was keeping him in, keeping him in. You know, don't let him, don't let him get out and scramble. You know, just, just same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Let them, let them guys get out, scramble make plays, throw deep balls on the field, you know, as a pass rush, and we can see we came out with uh, with five sacks that game. Um, you know, we knew that we had to be a part of this game. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to make sure that we, we get the win. And we definitely did that uh, with my guy Shaq and JPP. But yeah, preparing for him, man, you gotta uh, make sure you rush the right way. You can't rush crazy and then, you know, kind of do your own thing against these quarterbacks that'll make you pay for it, you know? So that was really the main concern uh, in our room. Right. Pat Junior, what you got, man? No questions? All right, youngin. I can't believe you're quiet over there. Who you say, me or Vince? I'm talking Dude. to you. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I thought you said Vince. My bad. Hey, I Mr. said Keith Platt Jr. Don't even play. <laughs> hey, Mr. Bell, I wanted to ask you, man. How how's Tom Brady on a day-to-day -day basis, man? Like, how's the oh, energy well. like? Is he amped up? Man, 12 just has this kind of like, this kind of just, you know, just swagger to him that he's locked in. You know what I'm saying? He's not a, he's not a big rah, rah, ah, you know, the go kind of guy. He's more like a man, you get to see it in his eyes, man. He's just locked in. And, 
his energy locks everybody else in. You know, obviously, like we came in the beginning of the season, just that caliber player walking into the meeting room, it's like everyone's like, okay, like it's it's, it's serious now. You know what I'm saying? When when twelve walks in the room, man, and so just day to day, man, just just watching his greatness, you can just tell the amount of focus that he gives to the game. You know, film study. I mean, he's he's locked in every meeting, man. It's just. This is a blessing, you know what I'm saying, just to be able to see that. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you watch it on TV every day and you grow up watching Tom Brady, man. But to actually see it in person is different, you know. So he's he's locked in, man. And I think his, like I said, his energy and his focus, you know, makes the whole team focus up. Hey, so I saw something real quick, um, you know, because, I, you know, of course, you know, you've been part of part of my, my program for a little while. So right. Tom Brady blessed the entire team for Christmas, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we Talk about that. Uh, we, we, we all got some uh, some Christopher Clues. I think it's a brand, uh, and I guess it's like a, a, a kind of a, a collaboration with them with some shades. So you got the whole team basically like these nice shades. I'm definitely gonna pop out this summer with them on uh, when, when I hit the beach after we get this ring. But uh, yeah, man, he blessed with that man. That was really cool, man. Actually, a lot of best this year actually got us right with a lot of gifts this Christmas. It was great, man. So uh, yeah, that was really cool. Oh man, sound like the inner locker room energy is is awesome. Sound like the energy in the locker room is pretty good. Oh, definitely, man. I think I, I think I've been on, uh, you know, teams where you know you, you don't win as much. And obviously, man, when, when you're when you're doing this good, man, as a team, and you, and you can just see that everybody's working together for the same goal. You know, just the whole building is just it's, it's a great environment to be around for sure. You got to tell me this, and you got explain to other folks because um, I've heard stories before from um, NFL players such as yourself. Um, when they talk about the HBCU connection, you got Ryan Smith, defensive back from North Carolina Central, also with you on the team. Talk about that vibe that you guys have when, when once you see another HBCU alum, <laughs> even if it's from a different school, there's still a connection, correct? Right. I mean, I mean, definitely, man. I mean, like, it's funny because I actually didn't know that until the, until the last camera. Like, man, yeah, you went to, uh, you know, NCC Central. I'm like, okay, yeah, man, we played them. I actually got my first sack against them uh, in, uh, <laughs> in college, man. So I always remember that game. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, 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 it's warmer, man. You know, you know, ain't too many of us in here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So especially just have someone like that on your team. Um, it just, it just, you know, boosts my confidence, man. And, I, and I'm sure, you know, boosting the confidence of a lot of younger guys coming up, man, you know. Doesn't matter where you come from, man. It matters what you do, you know, and how you work. And so, you know, just having Ryan Smith here and uh, you know a couple other guys. Actually, I think on the Chiefs have a couple guys too that uh, went to HBCUs. I don't know their names uh, specifically, but it's, it's it's real great to see, man. You know, we we only kind of only we know how, how hard we work, you know, and you guys know, and it's mm -hmm. a tough tough journey, you know, coming from a smaller school, but it's not impossible, you know. what I'm saying, and we and we, and we showing that now, so. No doubt. And he's giving Prairie View mad, mad props and respect. I mean, man, is that yeah, football man. program? Go ahead, man. You got to talk about Prairie View. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> man. I mean, uh, obviously, my my four years there was very unique. Um, but, you know, my, my my last year when we got the uh, head coaching change, Eric Dooley, man, and basically the whole uh, staff changed, really, except for, I think, our, our safety coach. Um, because Bubba McDowell was still there. But everyone else was new. We got a new strength coach new OC, new DC, man. And everybody came in there, man. And it was just, honestly, man, that, that, that should have been championship year as well, man. I'm, I'm hate that we didn't get one that year, but, but, um, man, shout out to them for real, man. So starting with coach Leonard, my strength coach, man, he, I said, coach, man, D line coach, I need to put on 20 pounds before next season. He said, I got you. He gave me a whole, you know, meal plan and 
I'm in a weight room grinding. You know what I'm saying? I made it happen. Put on 20 pounds in about two and a half months. You know, who, who, who does that, man? But I had them guys behind me to do that. Shout out to my D-line coach, Coach Middleton, D.C. Uh, coach Mills, man, we man, we, we grinded that year, man. And they told me they were going to get me to the league, man. That's what they told me. They said, you come over here, we're going to get you to the league. That's what you're coming over here for. You know what I'm saying? I ain't played a, a down to defense since high school. Definitely ain't played no defensive end. You know, so I'm like, man, if I'm going to do this, I'm doing it for, you know what I'm saying, to get to where I need to be. And they said, we got you. And I, I put trust in those coaches, man. And I just, I think about that journey every day. I'm like, man, I'm here. You know, I, I thank those guys so much, man. Wow, it's it's Every Media Today Talk Sports. We got the big man back, Mr. Quentin Bell, number 57, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to say that with my chest stuck out because I'm a Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. I bragged about that the last time. Um, but it's, it's a pleasure to have you, man. We're going to have you back. Can we have you back for a couple of minutes in the next segment? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You got some time? All right, well, so we're going to have Quentin back. It's Every Media Today Talk Sports. We'll take a quick time out. Come right back. There was a guy in Food Lion pushing a shopping cart with one hand and using his other hand to hold his shirt over his mouth and nose because he didn't have a face cover. Now, he knew good and well before he left the house that he didn't have a mask, but his effort was so convincing. I mean, by all indications, working incredibly hard to practice one of the three W's, I couldn't be mad at him. Urban Media Today talks sports. Coach William Greg Hoyt Jr. playing for envelopes. Ray Porter Jr. Got my man Keith Platt Jr. And we got the big man. We calling him the big man. He's going to the Super Bowl next weekend. It's Mr. Quentin Bell, number 57, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, Quentin, in college, you played linebacker, didn't you? Or defensive end? Defensive end. I was, I was it was defensive, defensive end, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And now you're outside linebacker in the league. Man, right. talk about that transition. Like, that had to be big time for you. Yeah, I, I think, uh, honestly, man, like, when, when I came out, uh, you know, my whole team, my agent, everybody, uh, I thought that I was going to get drafted by a 3-4 team to be outside backer right off, off the jump. You know, when, when Oakland drafted me, it was really a surprise because, you know, they are 4-3, you know, 4-3 over, you know, hand the dirt, big defensive end kind of team. You know, I was more of a, you know, real fast, athletic, you know, linebacker type is what I felt. So, um, but when I got here, you know, last year, man, Immediately, I felt like I adapted to it just because, you know, I felt like that's what I was made for. I was made to run around, stand up, drop in coverage, play a little man, do a little bit of everything. That's what I feel like my body is built for, to do a little bit of everything. So I think that obviously was different, you know, from what I was doing for a long time. But um, it felt natural, you know. And once I got in the playbook and, and, and figured that mental part out, I was able to fly around. So awesome. uh, Go ahead, Coach. Okay, well, awesome, man. So let's talk about, you know, one of the biggest things we hear about a lot is the staff for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unbelievable. Never seen anything like this ever. A black OC, a black defensive mm -hmm. coordinator, mm -hmm. and Bruce Arrington. Everybody loves him, man. Everybody, everybody I talk to in the league, all my friends, say, man, he's a good dude, man. And then you got, uh, you know, a, a female coach also. So diversity is crazy there with Tampa Bay. Talk about that culture there with the coaching staff. Yeah, man, honestly, this 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 kind of coaching staff is actually really unique to me. You know, this this coaching staff is really like a uh, talk less, do more. You know what I'm saying? B.A. speeches, you know, you got the head coaches that I've talked to the team at the practice for an hour and give them this whole speech. B.A. is like, if it's a good day, hey, good job, get in the film room, see y'all tomorrow, boom. Bad day, wasn't good enough, fix it, see y'all tomorrow, boom. And I like that because I feel like, you know, sometimes it ain't all about the talk, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, coach, let us know we good or not. How you feel? Cool. See you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love that about BA, man. And I feel like it trickles down 
with the entire Savage. Like, man, we we gonna come to work to show up. We're not gonna talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be about it. Um, and then, like you said, man, with the way we have, uh, we actually have two. We have the uh, assistant D line coach, Coach Low, and we have the uh, Coach MJ in the weight room, man. And, uh, it's like, I mean, they, they 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 blend in, man. Obviously, you know, when we when you first hear about it, when you first get here, so like, oh, man, that's you know, it's two women coaches. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, in football, you're not used to that. Um, but man, they they play a huge role, man. Especially in the weight room, man. With uh, Coach MJ, she's she's a great coach with you know making sure we're getting the bodies right in there, technique, and all that, man. It's, it's, it's definitely a uh, uh, a big, uh, unique culture staff over here, man. Blessed to be a part of it for real. Mm-hmm. And speaking of one of the assistant coaches, um, someone who is a outside linebackers coach, is one who I got to know during during his time in Pittsburgh, um, and and that's Larry Foote. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, when I would uh, go down to the facility to cover cover some of the practices, he used to always bow me in my back. He used to always mess with me, and I had to tell him to respect his elders. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm that very like Yeah, and he did. He tell told me to go home one time. I said, "No, no, you go home." But um, <laughs> what's it like? Um, it's a blessing to see him and and Antoine Randall as well in assistant coaching roles. But what's it like directly with a foot? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think I think Foot's a great coach, man. I think that he kind of um really like has a vibe that kind of sticks with it. You know, like we're obviously we're players, so we're younger guys. And he's, you know, he, he, he's an old head, but he's kind of young. He has his young energy to him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like you said. I think I do. Um, he's, always, <laughs> he's always talking stuff every day. And, you know, his energy's always high. He's messing with us in the meeting room, man. You know, but, you know, younger guys, you know, that's that, that, that's cool to us. You know what I'm saying? And, and he and makes him the kind of coach you want to play for. You know what I'm saying? You want to want to do great so you can turn up with him. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and get live with him. Man. He's, a, he's a great coach to me. Uh, You know, he played 13 years in the league, man. I mean, you got to. You gotta respect that man, his knowledge, man, and, and everything he tells. He always tells me, like, I'm not trying to trick you. I got all this knowledge, man, and, and take it from me. You know what I'm saying? When I want to give it to y'all. So uh, yeah, man, I'm 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 blessed to have foot as a coach, man, for for these last two years and um, hopefully, you know, for some more years, man. But uh yeah, I think foot is one of the best coaches I ever had, just in um being able to teach, you know what I'm saying, being able to teach and, and help us bring from the meeting room to the field. I think that's what makes him a really good coach. Great, wonderful. Hey, how often have you went up against Rob Gorkowski in, in practice, and how did you fare against Big Gronk in practice? <laughs> oh man, every single day, man. Every single day, <laughs> me and Gronk cracking heads, man. Um, I think when I first uh, came in for camp, I'm like, man, that's Gronk. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, that's Gronk, man. And, and he's probably, you know, probably the biggest tight end. I'm, uh, aside from OJ, OJ Howard, another big old tight end, but uh, still, man, I, I, I'm like, that's Gronk, man. And so. Um, every day since camp, man, we've been cracking heads and I've been guarding him uh, a lot of coverage, man to man, and you know, zone. And man, Gronk's Grant, a great player, man. And I think that he's uh, helped me become a great player, you know. And I'm always going, I'm getting after him every day, man. Like, Gronk knows, like, if we, if I'm lined up on him, whether it's man covers or he has to block me, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to him, you know what I'm saying? I ain't giving nothing. You know, he wins some, I win some, man. But just to be able to go against, man, one of the greatest tight ends in the history of the game, I mean, you got to take advantage of that as a young player, man, because. You know who 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 you gonna go against? That's that's, that's gonna be Gronk every day. You know, and I'm blessed for a year, man, for a season to be able to go up against that talent, man. It's it's great, man. So yeah, definitely every day with Gronk. Love him, man. Great guy too. Hey, that's have a great you, uh, point. Go have ahead, you uh, I mean, have during 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 Skelly, have you picked off Tom Brady yet? Have you have you have you got any interceptions in practice? So so so. Uh oh, here I we did, go. I didn't get one in camp. Um, and, we're, and 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 when we're when we're uh, 
like obviously during the season, like we don't really go like, like you know, ones on one deep. Like it's always like either like a show team and an offense or show offense or defense. So we actually like not allowed to pick the ball off, man. So, <laughs> so you know, I can't. You know, I ain't gonna speak too much on that. But, but um, uh, hey, Tommy's a great quarterback, man. I think I think <laughs> I, 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 I never think there's a couple of practice I could have grabbed, man. These last couple of weeks, man, but. Uh, you know, I, 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 I take to the rules, man, and we, we get an offense state look. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, you know what I'm saying? We do our thing, and they do everything. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll leave right. it. <laughs> That's what's up. I, I got to ask a great question because I got to ask this, uh, Quentin. When you step onto the field, and I remember you were talking about your grind um, the first time we had you this year or last year. And you're like, yo, yo fellas, I'm, I'm going to get in it. I'm putting in the work. I'm just blessed and happy to be on this team. I'm, I'm blessed and happy even with the with moving from Oakland to Tampa Bay. And, and you were very, very grateful and very, very humble. As you mature and get the experience, is there a certain point when you know, like, OK, I fit in now? Or, or is, when does the newness wear off? I guess I want to say, because, bro, you're on the field now with like uh, Antonio. You're on the field with with yeah. with twelve, as you say. You're on the field with Gronk. I mean, you're on the field with some some great players. Yeah, man. I think, man. Like, that's actually a great question, man. I think, I think, I, I think until I become that, you know, until I become, you know, big contract. You know, just you know that that's what you go out grinding for, right? Big contract, big name, and become a legend in the game. I think until I get that man, I I want to feel like I, you know, I, I'm a grind to that. You know, I'm grinding to that. I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna feel like I'm still that kid that pray if you're trying to trying to get his. You know, that's that's kind of what I want to keep to get to where I want to be, man. Because you know, it's, it's it's levels to it, man. I see I see it every day. We got Jason Pierre-Paul in my room and AB twelve, Mike Evans, Levante David, all these. You know, just eight, seven, eight, nine, ten year guys, man. It's like, man, I'm on year two. And that just seems so far away, but I know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? I know it's coming. And so I think until I get there, man, I ain't comfortable. I ain't comfortable. It's going to feel new to me. And obviously, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm on the team, made the team this year and, and, and you know, did my thing. And so don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I ain't where I want to be yet. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just I just keep my mind right and say, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, I see it, man, and we grind into that. So that's, that's kind of how, how I view it. Wow. And if I can real quick, fellas, what helps you keep that edge, Quentin? I mean, you're a defensive player. Defensive players have to be hungry. Not that offensive players aren't, but I'm just saying defensive players have to have that edge constantly. Um, what, what helps you keep that edge? I feel like I'm doubted every day. You know, I feel like I, I don't forget anything that was said about me. You know what I'm saying? The kid from Prairie View used to play wide receiver. Now he's a defensive man. He's he's not gonna make it. You know, I, I wasn't supposed to get drafted. You know, I wasn't supposed to make it this far. You know, there's people down me every day like, who is this kid, bro? Like, you know, like, so just just knowing that, man, like that that fuels that really fuels me. I always say I appreciate my haters, man. I appreciate these 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 clowns in the media who you know you just talk crazy about athletes and you know they don't know anything, man. I I feel like I know my worth. I know what I am. I know what I can be. I know what I'm going to be. So I wake up every morning, you know, you know, with it on me, with a chip on my shoulder, man. Like, hey, they're gonna respect me, you know. And I'm sure there's people that do, but I know there's people that don't. And I'm, I'm and my, my my goal is to make everyone respect me, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's kind of how I keep it, man. No doubt. And then what about hometown, man? I mean, though the people at home, it's like where you grew up, the people that were behind you all this way, high school and all that. 
man, how does that feel? Like you're walking onto the field with them on your shoulders in a, in a sense. Is, is that Oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I always say I, I have the best support system, man. All my family actually got like 10 family members coming out here, man, for the game. Man, I'm going to see them after the game. Uh, we're going to celebrate with them, man. But, uh, you know, everyone that's been with me with this journey, man, they, everyone's just so excited for me and they're just so happy for me because a lot of people know, you know, what I, what I went through and what I had to put in, you know, to get here. So I'm definitely grateful for them, man. And and, and they know I'm grateful too, man. We're we going to celebrate, you know, in a couple of weeks here. Uh, but just everyone, man, like my family, you know, my, my two parents, my beautiful girlfriend, man, everybody who just, you know, it's been it's been a crazy year this year. Last year was a crazy year, man. We still going. So um, I can't wait to see everybody and, and even head back home, too, and see the rest of everybody, uh, you know, after we get this ring. So it's going to be great. I like that. He said, after we get this ring. Tampa Bay, boy, I'm a Bucks fan. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm a Bucks fan. I don't keep over there mad at me right now, but I am a Bucks fan. I have said that from day one. So none of these cats on this panel can say, yo, Trav, you just jumping on the bandwagon. I told y'all, I go back to John McKay. I go back to Leroy Selman. I go back to when Doug Williams actually played NFC Championship game, all that. Um, So actually day one, because Leroy Selman was the very first draft pick. So. about ear grit, man? What? Don't even try me. Don't even try me. It's Every Media Today Talk Sports. Take a quick time out. It's halftime. We play a full game here. Quentin Bell, number 57, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If I'm hyped and sound excited, just say, Trev, be quiet. I'm not going to shut up because Quentin is on the show. We're going to be right back after this timeout. Hey, let me get a timeout. Uh, a full one because I need some help with the research project that I'm conducting. I want to take a look at Kawhi Leonard, a really nice forward for the Los Angeles Clippers who took an early exit down there in the NBA bubble. And I also want to do a little study of Lamar Jackson, the reigning most valuable player of the National Football League. And so if you would help me out with this soul poll and let me know if you prefer Kawhi Leonard's cornrows and nice and neatly parted, going straight to the back, or do you prefer the even more natural look of Lamar Jackson's braids and just kind of flopping around and doing their own thing? Let me know when you reach out and touch me with a comment below when you take the soul poll. Is it Kawhi Leonard's cornrows or Lamar Jackson's braids? Let me know when you take the soul There it is. They're not going to rook us. No, no, no. Take that for data. It's Urban Media Today Talks Sports. It's the third quarter. We got my man Ray Porter Jr. Like Coach said, you sound like some hot sauce. Ray Porter Jr. Hot sauce. Ray Porter Jr. (laughs) We got Coach William Gray, boy. <laughs> Coach William Greg Hoy Jr. playing for envelopes. My man Keith Platt Jr. And we got my man Quentin Bell, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, on his way to the Super Bowl next weekend. And it's happening. We're happy to have you, Quentin. Go ahead, Coach. I know you got some things you want to ask. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about um, you know, uh this year the NFL they gave the players opportunity to have their cliques and get their cliques designed. Can you talk a little bit about the cliques that 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 you had designed and 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 where your money was going to, where you donated your money. It's a little bit about your, maybe your foundation you're being part of, what you're doing now outside of the field. Yeah, definitely. So uh, my, the Mike Calls, Mike Cleese, uh, um, I'm thinking with the NFL, man, we got to basically choose an organization. Um, and then from there, uh, they had an artist come in and design these cleats, man, and we donate the cleats. And uh, basically, you know, uh, you know, basically show our support, you know, to that organization. I chose um, Boys and Girls Club of America. Um, and, you know, just me uh, i'm sorry big big brothers big sisters of america man and um for me you know every if, if you know me personally you know cute lot of kids man i'm all about kids man and so 
Uh, you know, I got a lot of nieces and nephews and, you know, a lot of young kids that look up to me, man. And the kids, are, I believe the kids are our future, man. And so I felt like um, if there's anything I should be a part of, it should be a part of, you know, kids in need, uh, kids, you know, who are in such good circumstances. I want to show them that, hey, you know, there's people, you know, that are doing what you dream of doing, that care about you and support you. And I uh, want to make sure that you guys are being taken care of as well. So I was, that was great for me to have those cleats that did a really good job too with the, uh, the green and black on there. Um, to have those cleats, man, and to, and, you know, to, to be, you know, shout out the organization. Uh, they, they loved it. I got in contact with them. They were like, thank you. You know, we love everything. And, uh, so it was great to be part of that, man. It felt really good. Awesome. Awesome. So part of, so part of that, have you done anything else in the community? Um, as far as, you know, I know Tampa Bay is pretty, they're pretty active in the community. I know we're doing the pandemic this, you know, this year, but did you get out any in the community this, uh, this season and do anything? Um, so I did last season, last season we visited a couple of um, hospitals, uh, you know, read books, gave gifts to kids. Obviously this season has been kind of limited with that because of, you know, COVID-19 protocols and all that. But I definitely do hopefully, um, uh, you know, this off season if things get better, which I hope they do, kind of depends on that. I want to do a camp back in, uh, back in Long Beach, California. Uh, for some kids to come out and get some work in and uh, really just get involved in my community, man. I feel like, you know, I got a real, you know, real voice now. And so I definitely want to give back. I'm all about, like I said, giving back and uh, a lot of kids. So that's my goal. Hopefully either this COVID situation gets better for us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we know the Super Bowl is a historic event in itself. And the teams that make it and represent the two conferences, they obviously are in the book of the history and players as well. But there's other history that's made too. For the first time, a team that's going to host the Super Bowl in their own stadium. So, what's it like to be part of that history? First oh time man, I mean that's 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 the craziest part about it. I feel like you know what I'm saying. I mean, but last year it was in Miami, you know, and like this year it's in Tampa, and it was just like I mean that that was just even more motivation for us to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I guess that's never happened before, and. You know, just back in August, that first day at camp, we had that first meeting, man. It seemed so far away. And it's like, man, it's here. You know, and, and I think that was the biggest thing for us is that we, we coming home, man. You know, we giving the city of Tampa, you know, what they deserve, man. And, and you know, out, out here now, I mean, you guys can't see it, but everything's getting built up, man. It, it looks great out here, man. I, I just can't wait, man. I can't wait to, to get over there and just enjoy the week, man, and, and go crazy in the game and, and just celebrate, man. It's going to be crazy atmosphere out here. I'm sure the energy in the city is already up, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be crazy, definitely, man. I'm, 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 I'm blessed to be a part of this historic event, for real. Hey, one, of the la one last thing for me is part of tradition in the NFL is guys swapping jerseys at the end of the game. Um, did you get a chance to swap any jerseys this year with anybody uh, as you guys went through the season? Uh, I did not swap any jerseys this year. I, I wanted to swap with uh with my guy Kadero Hodge. I played at PU with uh, in the preseason. We were going to play that in game four. Then preseason got canceled, um, so that didn't get to happen. But I haven't swapped the jerseys with anybody this uh, this year now. So hopefully uh, next year though, I'm sure we play a couple uh, teams with my guys on them. So I'll get some man. All right. Wow, no doubt. And let me ask you this question. Just like you just talked about Kadero. Um, it's interesting. Do you get? Do you guys stay in contact with each other, even though you're on separate teams? Oh yeah, yeah. We talk all the time. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my roommate, dog. Uh, yeah, yeah that's. So you guys were actually roommates. I didn't even know that. Yeah, we were actually roommates. Like we were actually roommates. Uh, uh, my first, my first three years up until my last year when he was gone. Yeah, we were roommates. Wow, time. that's what's up. And speaking of roommates, man, uh, with this with this Super Bowl um, being right there in Tampa, you don't have to go nowhere. So, I mean, how does that work? 
I mean, hey, I mean, it's it's cool. No, no flight. You know what I'm saying? Don't gotta <laughs> deal with that. You know, so we get the we get the uh, obviously we gotta go to the hotel. You know, before the game, but uh, being able to be at home, you know, rest up, you know, get our bodies right, you know, sleep good mm-hmm. on our, in our own beds. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, you know, we don't gotta you know drive across the street to the stadium. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's cool to me. You know, it gives us uh, you know, we want as much of an advantage as we can get. You know, whether it, whether it's just something as simple as not having to take a flight. You know what I'm saying? Right. We'll take it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll take it. So, obviously, the weather's going to be – I hope the weather should be pretty good. You know, maybe a little chilly at night. But that's a that's perfect playing weather, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? A little, little chilly night game. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. Wow. And that, with the last question, I'm going to ask you, Q, because I know you're busy, and we're not going to keep you too much longer. Um, but who, who was your, your – who was your motivation, man? Who did you look up to, uh, whether they were in the league or not in the league? You know, as you said to yourself, okay, I'm going to get there because, I mean, you're almost there right now. But who, what, what, what and who motivated you? Oh, man, that's a, that's, that's a good question. Man. I think, I mean, obviously I can name a bunch of players who I look up to um, and, and things like that. I think, honestly, man, I think, I think my family, man, I think just I always kind of felt like my journey was so unorthodox and I just went through a lot of unnecessary stuff. I never got to shine. And, you know, uh, until I got to shine, it was a lot of stuff I just dealt with. I feel like, man, all the other players don't have to go through this. But no matter what I was going through, whether I was playing, not playing, playing bad, playing good, my family was always there with the energy and the support. And it was like, no, we're going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can remember just, you know, driving and traveling to colleges with my dad, trying to get off, man. That was before we met Greg, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to, trying to get an offer, man, and, 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 and traveling, and all these cars are telling me, no, sorry, it's not good enough, no, sorry, we can't, no, sorry, no, no. And, and you know, not a lot of people know that stuff that we had to go through, man, but my, my dad always told me, he's like, he, he knew I was gonna make it. You know, he knew I was gonna make it, man. And just to hear him say that, and now we're here, man, it's like, I think that, you know, no matter how down I could get about anything, they was like, no, nah, you're good, you're gonna make it. And so they made me go hard, because I'm like, man, they believe in me. You know, so who, so who am I? You know, what I'm saying I'm not gonna give up. You know, I'm gonna make sure that I give them my all because I know these people behind me. They want to see me. They want to see me do great. They want to see me make it. So, my family, man, my little brother. You know, what I'm saying who, who looks up to me, who actually played played tackle football before I did. You know, what I'm saying not a lot of people know that. Like he, he was playing, I was playing flag. He was playing tackle in eighth grade. I was still playing flag, and then I finally got to play tackle my sophomore year at Long Beach Poly. You know, like I got, I got a crazy story, man. I I can, I can tell it for days, but. Just, you know, I'm showing my little brother, like, hey, man, no matter how hard it gets, like, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and he, he sees it in me now. I'm, I'm steadily calling him, motivating him every day. Um, I think I think that that family aspect part of it, man, really kept me going. Definitely. Hey, let's talk about the family. Since you brought the family of Mama Bell, Daddy Bell, my people, they TikTok famous. <laughs> uh, they like TikTok famous. Yeah, they on TikTok man. cutting up. Yeah, they going crazy right now. Hey, so so all y'all <laughs> listeners out there, man, check out the Bell family on, on TikTok, man. They got some dope TikToks. I mean, they they rocking out. They definitely have they definitely having a good time. Uh, you know, the new generation, the social media. I mean, what you feel about that, man? Mom, mom and dad on TikTok cutting up. Yeah, hey, I, I, I feel like, I feel like TikTok was made for my mom. My mom is like that. She 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 she's goofy. <laughs> she's always you know dancing and doing something, man, and making videos, and now she's posting it and getting some likes. I'm like, man, what is this? Like, you know, I know she had a TikTok. Cause she had sent me one randomly, like that she had did. I was like, okay, and I click on it, and she got like ten videos on there. I'm like, bro, what you been doing? You know what I'm saying? But hey, that's great, man. I love to see my parents happy doing that, man. I mean, they tell me they're like, man, they they if I'm in it, they in it, you know, and they and they energy just as high as mine, man. They're so happy for me. I, I can't wait to see them. I ain't seen them uh, 
I ain't seen him since we played the, I don't even remember, Chargers maybe? Panthers maybe? It's been, it's been a long time. So so I, I can't wait to see him in a couple weeks here, man. We, we definitely going to turn up and celebrate, man. Definitely. Shout out to the Bell family. Shout out to Mama Bell. Yeah, shout out to Mom Pops, Bell. man. XB. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, I, me, I know we can. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead, Keith. Can I ask you this real quick? Hey, Bell, I want to ask you this. Okay, we, I'm here in Pittsburgh. A couple of us are here in Pittsburgh, and you know, a couple years back, you heard positive stuff. You heard a lot of negative stuff about Antonio Brown, right? So I want to know, how would you describe him as a teammate? Oh, man, uh, I think he's a great teammate, in, in, in my personal opinion. Man, I met him when I was in Oakland. Obviously, we was in Oakland at the same time. Met him there. And, you know, obviously, especially when he was there, you know, he had to, you know, he was going through all that stuff in the media and stuff, man. And it was, and it was like in the locker room, it was like, I just didn't see it. I'm like, it'd be cool, man. And obviously me, you know, some little names, seventh round. I'm like, man, A.B. ain't going to talk to me. You know, why, why would Antonio Brown talk to the seventh rounder from Prairie View? You know what I'm saying? Why would he? Man, he was cool. Hey, what up, Q? I'm like, man, you know my name. I, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and while we were in Oakland, while he was there, you know, for a short time he was there, we were real cool, man. And, and I felt like in the locker room, man, he was, he was a great dude. You know, I feel like obviously the media is going, you know, say what they want to say about anybody. Um, but I think Antonio Brown's a great dude, man, a great teammate, one of the hardest workers I know. I'm sure everybody knows he works hard. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, I, I messaged him when we were, uh, he was coming out here. I was like, man, we in Tampa with He's like, yeah, we in here, man. And he got here, man. It was really cool to see him. And, uh, you know, he, he's definitely, you know, turned his, turned, his, uh, turned his career around, you know, from from where he was to where he is now going to Super Bowl, man. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. Bless him. I have him as a teammate, man. So obviously I don't play receiver no more. If I did, I, I pick his mind apart a little bit more about that. But, <laughs> but uh, it's cool to see him in practice, man. And to see him grinding, we all grinding, man. So yeah, I, I love AB. That's my dog. No doubt. And before we let you go, Q, um, I got to ask you this question. You said you got a story. And we're going to have you back, fam, because you're going to tell us that story. You said you could tell oh, us yeah, a story we, we all day. You're going to tell us this. But think about this, family. Let me let me just present this to you. Um, you've gone through your journey. You have a story behind you, a story that you can tell. You're about to play in the Super Bowl, fam. That's the pinnacle of your career. You know, not your career as far as longevity, but everybody shoots to go to a Super Bowl. You're getting there. You're there. What is your mindset going to be before you even start to prep for the game this week? I mean, where where does your mind go? Do you even think about all everything from the past, or you just leave that alone and handle the business in front of you? Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think now you know. Obviously, we had the game Sunday and a couple of days off, and now we were back to work today. We had our first practice today uh, since the last game. Um. The last three days, man, I've been soaking it all in, you know, thinking about the journey, thinking about the past. Like, man, I'm here, I'm here. Then we get back to work today, man, and it's like, you know what? Back to work, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a Super Bowl, but, you know, coaches always say, like, you don't got to do anything more than what you've been doing, you know, because then you start to, you know, just, just we've been playing great as a team. That's what we need to continue to, continue to do, you know what I'm saying? And, and obviously, you know, we're, we're good enough, you know what I'm saying? We made it here, you know what I'm saying? So, Nobody has to be a superhero, you know what I'm saying? And we can prepare for this team in the best way we can. We're going to grind like we do every single week of practice. We're going to go into the game with a great mindset to win this championship. Obviously, it's not a regular game, you know, obviously. But um, we're going to play. It's a, it's a football game, and we're going to play our best football game. That's what we're grinding for right now. So that's, that's pretty much the mindset for myself, and I think everybody on the team right now, we're going to go out there and play our best football, you know what I'm saying, and we're going to win a championship. So.
No doubt. We got Quentin Bell, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, number 57. I'm still waiting to see you guys in the creamsicle jerseys again, though, but I might have to wait oh, forever yeah. for that one, though. But uh, <laughs> going to the Super Bowl next weekend, we appreciate you taking out the time, and we appreciate Coach Hoyt bringing you to the show, back to the show. We got to have you back again, family, in the future after you get that ring. We got to talk to you then, too. Um, but we appreciate you, man. And you got the biggest fans right here. Right now, I'm going to let you know. I appreciate y'all, man. For, thank you for having me, man. For real, man. Shout out to Greg. Hey, it starts with the envelope, man. Get the envelope before you can do anything. So, hey, <laughs> definitely focus on that. You know what I'm saying? No hey, doubt. I'm, 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 I'm rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, fam. You have a great one. It's Every Media Today Talk Sports. That's the end of the third quarter. My man, Quentin Bell, I know he's got to take off because he got to get it. He's, he had practice today. We got to let the man rest. But we'll be back with the fourth quarter. We play a full game here. Thank you again, Quentin. And, and we wish you much success. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me, man. There was a guy in Food Lion pushing a shopping cart with one hand and using his other hand to hold his shirt over his mouth and nose because he didn't have a face cover. Now, he knew good and well before he left the house that he didn't have a mask, but his effort was so convincing. I mean, by all indications, working incredibly hard to practice one of the three W's, I couldn't be mad at him. Urban Media Today talks sports. My man, Quentin Bell, if you missed him, you got to look, go back to the website, go to the video of the podcast, run it over and over and over and over again because we here, Ray Porter Jr., Ray Porter Jr., because we're Greg Hoyt Jr., my man, Keith Platt Jr., Vince Butts, we had Quentin Bell last August. Coach stayed, we stayed in touch with Quentin. Coach said, all right, we got to bring him back because he's making it to the Super Bowl. We had no idea he was going to the Super Bowl. But we, we kind of, Coach kind of knew. I think Coach knew he just didn't tell us. But then we had him back. Now, next weekend, he's playing in the Super Bowl. So after he gets that ring, we got to bring him back here. Right, right, fellas? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right, baby. Let's go. Hey, yo, Keith, you got quiet, man. I don't think you, I've seen you that quiet in a minute, cuz. I mean, what, what's going on? I ain't saying nothing. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I shook my head. I nodded my head. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, Are you right, let me on, ask man. this question. He flapped his head on, man, because he was, he was, he said he gave the right question. That AB question was fire, man. That was good. Yeah, that was, was perfect. Good. I like that. It was very I like good. that question. Very I really good. did. Yeah, because who's going to win the Super Bowl, fellas? I'm going to put that out there. I'm already going to say Tampa Bay. I mean, I, I like Kansas Tampa City, too, too, but I got Tampa. I'm not going to get crazy. He take my money. He done took my money too many Super Bowls. He ain't <laughs> take my money this Super Bowl. Uh-uh. And remember, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Remember? I, I've been saying mm-hmm. that forever. Um, since New England, Tom Brady, is, I'm not feeling it, but now he's the, the coach. Of the, I mean, he's the, the, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But they got Ryan Smith, defensive back from North Carolina Central. Quentin Bell, he's a – what's he playing? Outside linebacker. Um, right. Prairie View A&M. He's, he was a defensive end at Prairie View. And then I forgot so he was a wide receiver. Too, man. Don't get it twisted. You got Whitehead from Pitt. I'm talking HBCUs, but I'm not going to disrespect him. Okay, I'm going to get you kidding me. 4 though, baby. Oh, here we go with the 4 one man. All right, cool. High school, five-star recruit, man. That boy lived up to his expectations. Okay. All right. I'm not doing disagree with that at all. I totally agree with you there. Hey, so I, I was trying to get the, I was trying to get a number. Maybe you guys can help me out with a number. I know Keith Platt, you're really good with the numbers and the data. How many guys on Tampa Bay have Super Bowl rings? How many players on that team? Um, A B has one, right? Gronk has one. 
Tom Brady. Pierre Paul. Not, he has more than one. Pierre, Jason Pierre Paul. You yeah. got Brady. So that's four right there that I can off the top of my head that yeah. I can think of. Those are the ones um, yeah, I can't think of. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? McCoy has one because he played with KC last year. So he has a ring too. So that's at least oh, five okay. players. That's yeah. what's up. At least five players. That's not bad. Um, I'm quite sure there's there's linemen we we didn't we overlooked or a defensive lineman or or somebody that we overlooked there. But I, I I'm in love with Tampa Bay's defense, man. I mean, I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do with my homes, but I, I'm I'm I, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, I think Antonio Brown gonna be Super Bowl MVP if he's healthy enough. I think this is the perfect game for him. And if he gets this, he's a Hall of Famer. He solidifies it right here. But let me ask you this, Keith. When you put A.B. on the same field with Mike Evans, doesn't yeah, that open a- it up for Mike Evans, though, <laughs> to be a beast, to go to beast mode? Because, yeah. I mean, but you, you know can't he's just... He's going to target A.B., though. He's going to target him. He ain't, he, ain't play, he ain't play last week, neither. He's going to target him. You know, he popped that boy to get on the team. Okay. And as opposed to Mike Evans, you think he's going to target um, A.B.? <clears throat> Yeah, heck yeah. And Mike Evans will probably get more deeper targets, but they're going to have A.B. in that spot. He's going to work that. Then he's going to kill that zone, man. God was I never. <laughs> this is his type of game. Yeah, but I never thought I'd hear today where A.B. was part of a short game as a, <laughs> instead of a deep threat where he was a possessive receiver. Um, well, and you got, have somebody well, else. Him and he, he, ran, he ran a lot of short intermediate routes. You know, they, I they understand that. Worked him in there. They sent him on a couple deep balls. Right, but, but I'm just saying. Intermediate. Right, but I'm saying after seeing him in Pittsburgh, I never thought I'd see the day where he'd be the person you're talking about, you know, running the short patterns as opposed to, you know, going the deep threat. Yeah. Um, to be he, totally honest with you. We did say he got a ring in Pittsburgh, right? He didn't get yes. a ring. He didn't get a ring? Oh, he, we lost to Green Bay that year, rookie year. Okay. Oh, so he didn't get a ring? No, no we lost I to Green Bay, Bay that got year. A ring. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, he get a ring this year. That's what's up. Daniel Sanders. All right. So, uh, uh, I mean, wait. we got a disagreement here. <laughs> uh oh. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm rooting for KC. I want to see. You rooting for KC? Ah. But just my theory is, you know, and I tip my hat to Brady, 43 years old, got the team to the Super Bowl, a new team, and everything, mm-hmm. their story. But man, you know, you can't ever count KC out, ever. You just can't. No. Yeah, you can't. And your stats. They're, they're, they're the stacked team. They've always been the best team in the AFC. I said that when Pittsburgh was undefeated. I just feel like they have that chance to repeat for the first time since the Patriots did it. <clears throat> yeah, I feel you. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I mean, you you know you're going to go with the the history of uh, uh, Tom Brady. You know, people like like he said, I don't want to bet against him. Um, <laughs> but but you know how you have the you have Patrick Holmes and KC who never seems to be out of a game. Uh, even right. if they're down, they can come back. So, I mean, I, I think it makes for a great Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, I, it, it, to me, it's, it's hard to pick, it, you know, because of those fact, those two factors, those two quarterbacks. Um, it, it just makes it so difficult to to pick one or the other if you don't have a favorite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like like Hollywood, man. Probably you couldn't put a, put a better story out there. Two great teams, mm-hmm. great quarterbacks, young and old. So, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I agree, but I, I'm, not, I'm coming at it this way, gentlemen. It is that it's not so much Tom Brady, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. 
Um, that's what I'm looking at because those linebackers are fire. I mean, David is all over the place. Every time you blink, I mean, he's all over the place. And was it Smith is the last name of the of the other linebacker that just Kevin was White just making from LSU. Kevin White? There you go, White. Yes, I mean oh. he was a beast. I yes, mean, it's funny. like. Yeah. If you blinked, you missed him. And that's true. I mean, it's like, so I just think it's going to be the, the Kansas City, I mean, the uh, Buccaneer defense um, that's going to make the big difference. Because if you can stop Mahomes and all, I mean, Kansas City is sheer speed. And not only speed, but quickness. I mean, you got those receivers who are quick as heck. Did you watch the game? I mean, yeah. I mean, dude caught the ball, ran towards the sideline, maybe two steps. It looked like he stopped and three players went by him and he yeah, just right. put on the Jets and went right up the right. field. And then cut back right. across the field to the right. other side. That was, that was awesome. I mean, that looked ridiculous. That was I awesome. mean, <laughs> that, it, it looked like my video game. And I was like, yo, hold up. I got big KC the next time I'm playing on NFL right now because I'm, you know, Madden. Because, I mean, if they got that type of speed, I mean, it really does look like it's just ridiculous speed. Go ahead, Vince. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's a challenge, you know, if you're Tampa Bay is as a defense, you know, you have to not only do you have to count for Tyreek Hill and his speed and his misdirection, um, you have to worry about Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, what what how do you how do you go about game plan? It's it's one thing that you know to be able to put your focus on on one guy and try to slow him down. Because I don't think mm-hmm. we're gonna, you know, I don't think you're gonna talk about stopping anybody. Um, you know, so to me it's gonna come down to, you know, which offense can 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 score, can be you know most efficient. And score with you know with their opportunities, um, not so much defense. I mean, I I I, I can see this being, you know, in the mid thirties for each, each team, uh, easily. Mm, really, I'm thinking this. Go ahead. Go they're ahead. raving over the Tampa Bay secondary. I mean, their secondary is matching up man on you know man man defense. So that's going to be incredible to see if they're able to match up man. Mm-hmm. Tampa Tampa Bay's that secondary is hurt. I mean. Uh, Whitehead got hurt last week, making a, a, a big tackle. Uh, I know he caused a couple of fumbles, but he got hurt in the process. How well does that shoulder hold up? You know, uh, luckily, you know, he has a couple of weeks to get ready. Um, the kid, um, uh, Winfield Jr. Jr. Didn't, didn't play the last game. So, I mean, you have to worry about Tampa, as good as Tampa Bay's defense is, they got to, they have to get healthy in a hurry to be able to compete, you know, at the same level. Uh, as a Kansas City offense. But this is the fact is, man, and I hear what you're saying, but it's so unusual because Tampa Bay doesn't have to go anywhere to play in the Super Bowl. They get to stay at home. That actually contributes to the healing process for these players. That means they already started the healing process and don't have to go anywhere <laughs> and continue right on up to next week. So that's crazy. Right, it's like on no airplane or nothing. Right, they don't have to, Keith. They don't have to go nowhere. Like, okay, oh. okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in, the, I'm in the training room. Okay, I can be in this training room for the next two weeks. Like, I don't have to worry about going nowhere. So that's crazy. So I think that that I'm loving that idea. That idea that Tampa Bay is actually playing at home. Now you mentioned um, Kelsey. I think Tampa Bay has already seen a Travis Kelsey because you have OJ Howard and you have Rob Gronkowski. So the defense has already been matched up against a tight end who can actually play wide receiver so to speak so i don't think that's the key but i do think those wide receivers the short dudes that are like what they say 5 11 them cats man if they 5 9 i mean i mean i think i think that's that's giving them more credit than this do but i mean the quickness and the stopping on the dime and the change of direction and being able to like explode 
I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything like that. Um, to be totally honest with you guys, I'll go back to like a Walter Payton. Um, I'll go back to uh, a, a breakaway back. Yes. I mean, yeah. somebody that's just Barry Sanders. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, to yeah, be able yeah, to just yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. like that and just right. go. Um, and that's a wide receiver we're talking about. We're not even talking about a running back. So, I mean, with Hill, I don't know if they've seen anything like him before. Um, but when you bring up Kelsey, yeah, I, I, I can see them matching up against Kelsey because they match up against Gronk and match up against O.J. Howard all the time. That's just what I think. What do you guys think? I, I, I like to match up all across. It's going to be definitely a, a joust, a coaching matchup. I mean, you're going to see, uh, you know, Andy Reid with the, you know, with the card above his face. You're going to just see some, <laughs> some, some great jockeying, Tom Brady coaching from the sidelines, you know, coaching from on the field. I mean, it's going to be a pretty, it's going to be a pretty, it's going to be a, it's definitely going to be a football. I mean, if you, if you love football and you love watching football, you love seeing the plays develop, you like, you love seeing the competition, you love seeing the, the, you know, people setting up plays. I mean, you can just see it right now. I'm a football guy. I love football. You know, I love both teams. I love how they position themselves. They're bringing guys on and off the field. You know, you know, they, they, I mean, even Tampa Bay, they, they went out in free agency and got this team for this, you know, for Tom Brady, you know, mm-hmm. and then you go see Andy Reid and he built that team to be where it is right now. And so you got somebody who built a team from a free agency or from a draft. You got somebody that built a team from free agency and man, you can just see organizations and, you know, and, and it's going to be such a, a great game with two organizations that, that are been, been around. Nobody really picked them to be the top organizations and look at them now. Um, it's yeah. exciting to see that. And I got to ask this question. You brought up Andy Reid. I got to ask Keith and Ray and Vince too, because, um, you know, here at Urban Media today, we've covered the Pittsburgh Steelers for, for, for years now, which is actually awesome. Bruce Arians, mm-hmm. head coach of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, taking the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. Would you have ever imagined? Because didn't he come through Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came through Pittsburgh. Uh, he was the... Yeah, he retired, and then he came back out yeah. of retirement. Yeah, put quick quotes on that retirement because that they ended his contract and, and they let him go gracefully when he was the offensive coordinator. But then, and then he yeah, went to Arizona, crazy. right? Did no, he go to Arizona from Pittsburgh? Before Arizona, he was an assistant at Indianapolis, and then Pagnotto, the head coach, was out because of cancer. He mm-hmm. took over and became coach of the year, <laughs> and then he ended up with a job in Arizona. So yeah, he's he's pretty much been doing a good job, and he he's been known to be good with quarterbacks. They call him a quarterback whisperer. So you know he he's his pedigree with offense is start is is pretty decent. I mean I I was a fan with his philosophy in Pittsburgh because I'm old school with the with the fullback and all. But you know he won a Super Bowl in 08 <laughs> with the format. So so yeah. So look at him now. Very happy. He, he wasn't whispering early on this season. Him and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, well, he certainly true. was not. He certainly was not. That's for sure. <laughs> I think that's his book, the title of his book, Quarterback Whisperer. So, yeah. Oh, wow, that's deep. I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that because I remember the days when he was with Pittsburgh. Um, and then I remember when he left Pittsburgh because it wasn't this some, some type of um, not controversy, but it was like, no, okay. They, they uh, ready to I didn't mean to cut you off, Vincent. Sorry. No, I'm uh, saying, was it the time with, with, with Roethlisberger? Well, that was his buddy. So he, they were cool, but yeah, I was mm-hmm. cool. They just didn't want to renew his contract. And so that's why they were saying, Basically. Just, just like with Dick LeBeau, retirement. But mm-hmm. they, so that's that's what happened. Then, of course, they moved on to Todd Haley. But 
a chance to get to know him. He's a nice guy. He's a giant. I didn't realize he was as tall as he was, or I'm just short, but he's a, he's a good guy. Wow. I got you guys got to weigh in on this, man. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Super Bowl is only 50, what's this, 54, 55? 55. 55. 55. So mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is 55 years old. And this is the first time ever the team gets to play at home in the Super Bowl. Like I can't, I can't even grasp that. Like, how do you guys feel about what, what's the anticipation as as next week comes? What, what, I mean, to me, I'm like, oh man, that's, that's perfect. Tampa Bay used to be 0 and 16 or 0 and 18 or 0 and 20 something. Now they're going to the Super Bowl for the second time. Uh, right. First time was Tony Dungeon's team coached by John Gruden. But anyway, go ahead, fellas. Remarkable. I mean, in, in this this climate, uh, it seems weird um, because um, I, I think the the fans that'll be there are, are I think well I think they'll be um, frontline workers. So mm-hmm. um, I mean that's that's kind of a cool thing, you yes. know, for 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 locals, uh, for local uh, healthcare workers who you know been putting themselves you know right there in the in the, in the middle of this pandemic, uh, saving lives. You know, get a chance to experience the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, to me, that's that's unprecedented, um, and uh, it, it's a great story. Um, but you know, from a, from a, a different fan from the regular fan perspective, um, it seems kind of weird. You know, not, you know, like all these things played and you know played out. You had the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay actually is in the Super Bowl, but they don't have their their fan base uh, there to, to root them on. So that's that to me is kind of different. Mm. Yeah, it certainly is. All right, go ahead, Ray. I, um, you know, you think about it. Just what, what Quentin was saying earlier. Um, you know, you don't have to get. You can get up. You can come from your house and go practice. And in some ways, it's like business as usual. But of course, you know, you're playing for a game on a higher level, on the highest level, actually. But the fact that they don't have to fly, the fact that they don't have to do do certain preparations and make certain preparations that they would usually do if they had to go to another. I think that takes, takes it back a lot. So, yeah. And, and I'm sure they're going to get ready for 10,000 questions about it next week. Oh, what's it like? Et cetera, et cetera. So they'll, they'll be ready for that. So yeah, that, I think that that is pretty cool. It's nice that we're able to witness it in our lifetime to finally see that it's avoided 54 Super Bowls has avoided it. So it's, it's pretty cool. No doubt. All right, fellas, this is what you know what we do. We're wrapping up the show. It's the end of the fourth quarter, end of the game, wrapping it up. We're going to go around the room, see what you got going on, what's on your mind, what's heavy on your heart. Um, bless us with some knowledge. Coach, we're going to start with you this time. Coach, what you got? Man, it's exciting, man. Excited. Um, Super Bowl week coming up, man. You know, we got the countdown. I mean, uh, you know, today is Saturday. Those that are listening right now, I mean, go out and get your, your, your tailgate food. I'm ready to get, I'm ready to go in. I'm, I'm, I'm happy football season's here after everything we've gone through this past year with the pandemic in 2020, this is, this is good to kind of <clears throat> have a little bit of fun. So I'm excited. You know, of course we had Quinn Bell, one of the guys that come to my program, but I'm excited also for my, one of my really, really good friends is Eric Bienemy. Um, so, you know, I'm excited what he's doing uh, on the opposite side and I'm just excited to watch this game. Uh, that's all I have to say. And, 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 and again, I'm I'm just happy to have uh, Quentin Bell on the show today. Yeah, that was big. That was fire. Uh, we uh, thank you for bringing him back. Uh, Quinn was with us back in August, like he said, and now here we are in January of the next year, and he's about to go to the Super Bowl. And actually, took out time and was humble enough to bless us with more time. That's what's up. 
I definitely appreciate that. Vince, what you got? Uh, as we, um, as a lot, many of us reflected on uh, the one year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death, um, you know, three of his quotes kind of stood out for me and, and not, and I know when he, like, for him, they were, you know, like basketball quotes, but not just basketball, they're, they're there for life. So three, three quotes that stood out to me um, were, we don't quit, we don't cower, we don't run, we endure and conquer. Um, you know, during this, this, uh, this pandemic, uh, so the, the call for, for social justice and reform, um, you know, those, those rang true for me. Um, and another quote, it's the one thing that you can control, you're responsible for how, you, how, you, how people remember you or don't. Uh, and so, you know, to me, you know, you want to go out and live your life, um, you know, the way you need to live it, you know, um, and you can control how people see you and, and how they, uh, how they perceive you, you're in full control of that. Uh, and then the other quote was, uh, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Um, you know, I think we all have the capability to um, to, to reach down and pull up someone, you know, whether young, old, or whatever. Um, and so I think in our life, we need to make sure that we, we, we teach, you know, things that we learn, we, we pass those things along to others. Um, so um, as much as um, just, you know, reflecting on, you know, the life and, and the legacy of Kobe Bryant, those, those three quote, quotes really stood out to me. Wow, that's what's up. That's deep stuff. Uh, you're always dropping it like that, man. It's like, okay, <laughs> what, how do you follow up Vince? We're going to start making Vince last because you can't follow Vince up because he just drops it like that. <laughs> Wait, Porter Jr., what you got, man? Well, I, will, I will do my best to follow up my good friend Vincent. Um, we have a retirement this week in the NFL. And I know weeks ago it was Philip Rivers. This week it was, um, it, it was my goodness, Jason Whitney. For the second time, of course, he played the majority of his career with the Dallas Cowboys, retired, came back for one year with them, and then it, and then played this year with the Las Vegas Raiders. But just a just a decorated career, a premier tight end, and you know, eleven time Pro Bowler, thirteen thousand hundred hundred oh forty yards and seventy four re receiving touchdowns. Just a great career and such a, a class act. Walter Payton Man of the Year. I just wish him the best and uh, kudos to him. And we know the next stop's going to be when he gets that knock on the door to go into. So kudos to Jason Whitten. All right. Keith Flat Jr., what you got, youngin? Uh, two things I want to touch on. First, man, I just want to say my prayers and God bless, rest in peace to Sekou Smith. He's the mm. NBA insider for uh, NBA TV. He, he passed away due to COVID, man. He just made me take life. Serious. I mean, I've been here, but this is another reminder how serious this COVID stuff is. And he kept me entertained in the NBA bubble with his analysis, him and Chris Haynes. And I was just so sad to hear that news, man. But on a positive note, Coach, well, you should be able to relate to this guy because he's, he's on the West Coast. You watching college basketball? Pay attention to Jalen Suggs for Gonzaga. He's a combo guard. He's average. He's a freshman. He's averaging about 15 points, five rebounds, five assists. And he's probably going to be a lottery pick in the NBA draft. And he's a, he was a, a former four-star recruit quarterback. So you get a chance, man. Check out the Gonzags and pay attention to Jalen Suggs, man, because he's coming fast, boy. He's tough as nails. 
Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Only thing I got this week, Super Bowl coming up next weekend. And we actually pointed out that um, there's some HBCU players, uh, Quentin Bell, who was on the show today uh, for Prairie View. And then you have Ryan Smith, who's North Carolina Central. That's his teammate on the Buccaneers. Well, on the Kansas City Chiefs, you have Alex Brown and Antonio Hamilton, um, South Carolina State Bulldogs. They're both on Kansas City. So you do have HBCUs well repped in the Super Bowl. Of course, waiting for the day where there's more. And where's the black head coaches? I'm going to say that once and for all. I'm just so tired of this with the NFL. Um, okay, I'm, I'm not. We need them. Okay, I'll leave it at that. But I'm going to keep it positive. HBCU players in the Super Bowl next weekend on the Kansas City Chiefs and on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll go Bucks. <laughs> As we always say in partying, man. This is there's, there's something that all of you have that's very valuable and you have to cherish it. It's something that you spend every day. You don't get a rebate. You don't get a refund and you don't get it back. And that's time. Spend it wisely. It's Urban Media Today Talks Sports. We got my man Ray Porter Jr., Keith Platt Jr., William Greg Hoy Jr., and I thank goodness for Vince Butts because I don't have to say Jr. Got my man Vince Butts. We'll see you all next weekend. Urban Media Today Talks Sports every week on Urban Media Today Radio, where you can listen in on free music and podcasts on our SoundCloud station at Urban Media Today. And for more information, log on to UrbanMediaToday.com, your lifestyle, entertainment, and sports blog website. What type of games being played? How's it going down? I get up, all right? Wow, what could I say? Another dope podcast. Get your envelope. You can follow us on Instagram at Playing for Envelopes. Or you can always go to our website at PlayingForEnvelopes.com. And remember, get your envelope.